A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So who the hell chatted to Sammy Guevara and Powerhouse Hobbs before AEW Collision this week? Or last week. My word. Also, hello, my friends. And we're going to do a quick detour to start this week's episode of Ups and Downs, just because, yes, I have this thing on my head and people keep asking about it. And now my voice is going. It's nice and simple. I am still out there being a professional wrestler myself. Sometimes you get clunked. I got clunked, but I enjoyed the match. So all is okay. Let's up those downs. After a mad week of wrestling, though, Sam and Will must have got together and gone, listen, man, we can't let the side down. And they had a no-holds-barred match. My word, it was crazy. I mean, you could have put this on AEW Revolution and it wouldn't have been out of place. And they just got tables and people were being slammed through it. And then people were climbing ladders and then more people getting slammed through tables. And then people were being thrown into the ring post and simply the steel steps and out of the announced table. And honestly, I watched the whole thing thinking, am I making this up in my head? But I wasn't. It's true. The 1.2 powerhouse just basically threw Sammy Guevara right into those still steps and then whammed him into the hardest part of the ring, the ring apron, over and over again. It's like, Sammy Guevara is now doing this every single week. Somebody needs to talk to him and probably say, great job, Sam, because yeah, he's doing very well. The absolute spot that everybody is talking about is when Guevara just got a beer bottle and went whack and smashed Powerhouse in the head when he climbed the world's tallest ladder, and it is hyperbole, and he did a somersault from the top onto William, and there are a couple of tables as well wound it back and watched it twice and then realized we're all very weird individuals because one this was absolutely terrifying and two for some reason i wanted a repeat view so makavara still was like well i better do something else so he went to climb team to the turnbuckle and by that point hobbs was done he basically shoved the ref into him that created a distraction when he then climbed up there as well he grabbed sammy g in the world's strongest slam position and what did he do he hurled him through two tables Uno dos tres. So you really should go and watch this because it deserves as many eyeballs as possible. And maybe this was meant to be on the pay-per-view and then something got changed. But seriously, massive round of applause. Let's make sure we use this powerhouse Hobbs momentum because he has had this many a time. And then we just let it flutter away like a bird. So no more pigeons, up. John Moxie and Claudio Castagnoli were then in the back. And they were telling a tale about how when Claudio first arrived in America and he wanted to do some wrestling training, he walked 20 miles to the complex. The way they said this too, I don't think they were joking. He really is the Swiss Superman. Mox did agree though, this is the only way to get good at this crazy old sport. When he turned to FTR and said, listen, 
We drew with you, and that is unacceptable. Therefore, they have accepted FTR's challenge, and that will be going down to the pay-per-view. And while FTR are always looking to the wrestling past, when it comes to the Blackpool Combat Club, they're trying to create wrestling's future. That man, that's a good line. Cash and Dax are also going to have to now swim deep in order to compete. And this was a fire promo. And it did exactly what it was meant to do. I mean, you could have just told me, oh, by the way, we're doing the BCC versus FTR. And I would have been pumped. But this got me pumped times two. Do you know what happens when we go pumped times two? We give it an up. FTR clearly wanted to prove them wrong instantly too. Because it was then Cash and Dax taking on Shane Taylor and Lee Moriarty. As ever too, this was just great tag team wrestling. Because FTR do their thing, which is never bad. And when it comes to Shane Taylor promotions, you've got one guy that can be all fippy dippy doo dar and technical. And you've got Shano, who's like a powerhouse. I like this dynamic. It was Wheeler that eventually got the hot tag because his hand was so damn warm. And he was going after neck breakers, which means he hates people's necks. Although it was actually Shane who decided to hold Dax's foot in order to turn the tide. This is when the one 2 ooze started. And you know the deal with Collision. We do have a lot of matchups. You're like, that guy's going to win and that guy's going to lose. But when is this entertaining? I don't care. Taylor also just whammed Dax in the face at one point, which allowed Moriarty to go for another one 2 ooh. But by this point, I was like, yeah, look, they have given them a lot. But you know what that means. Because instead, FTR busted out that double powerbomb they sometimes do. Maybe they've never done it before. I mean, it's very rare. But Harwood held up Lee Moriarty. And Dax just came off the top. And they flattened this guy. They got the one, two, three. And poor Taylor as well. He was trying to get back in the ring to save his friend. And he got kicked right in the end. FTR made sure they grabbed the microphone after two and told the BCC, we're coming for you at Revolution. And honestly, if this goes the way that I think it could go... Probably going to be one of the best tag team matches of the year. Ah, but then they get a video for our main event, which is going to be Yoon Akiyama taking on Brian Danielson. And yes, they kind of explained who Yoon was here. Now, look, I understand sometimes, of course, we all need to know who the brand new characters are. But if you come to me and ask Simon Miller, no, I don't care. That doesn't mean I'm right. I'm probably 100% wrong. But just in my own stupid life. Happy to go and Google it. And we made sure to keep things simple after this too, because it was Thunder Rosa taking on Ladybird Monroe. Now don't get worried, this was a real human being and it was not an insect. But is a ladybug an insect? I do not know. And essentially, this was just designed to get Thunder a win. She hit the Tijuana bomb. One, two, three. She then made sure she screamed into the camera that she is 4-0 in 2024. If I was a gambling man, although who the hell would take this bet, I would imagine she is going after the TBS title. We're kind of just treading water here until Julia Hart is good to go again. Look, it was fine. You're not going to write home about it. Well, you could do, but I doubt your mum does care. I'm going to give it an app. Willow Nightingale, Chris Statlander, and certainly Hathaway with them backstage after this. I just want to say, I really enjoyed these three. We should do more with them on Dynamite. Stokely isn't happy with Julia Hart and Sky Blue, though, which is when Chris challenged Sky. I do admit, I kind of feel like I'm just seeing variations of this matches all over the place. But look, I'm sure eventually it will have a direction. And again, this dynamic just works. So we wait and see. When, yes, we got to this week's internet meltdown, let's talk about it. Because it was the Bang Bang Scissor Gang taking on the Iron Savages. And listen, I am fans of all of these people. But at one point, Bear Boulder was hit with the Fame Master, courtesy of Daddy Ass. When he landed on the floor, he pushed himself up and he just threw himself over the top rope. Now, if you do watch this back, I am going to hazard a guess that what he meant to do is kind of get hit with the Fame Master, bounce back up as if the force of the fall had made him go whoop when he stumbled over to the ropes and threw him to the outside. And if he had done it like that, 
I don't think anybody would have been saying anything at all, apart from those crew that don't like oversells. That's all right, you're allowed not to like them. Because we are humans though, sometimes go awry. And no, it didn't do this. It didn't do this at all. Some people are so mad. But one, it made me laugh so much, I don't think I actually care. And two, do you not think that he doesn't know this? Of course he does. He probably watched it back and was like, nope, that is not what I was going for at all. Here's the other thing as well, it does tie into what I've just said. If something makes me chuckle to this degree, I cannot get upset with it. I woke up the other day, just started going, <laughs> and I watched it again. I actually like this wrestling silliness. I mean, in what other industry can something go as nuts as this? I just don't think it's that big a deal in the grand scheme of things. Just think how many moves you do see on a weekly basis. But once again, I do understand. If you watch wrestling in order for your disbelief to be suspended, well, that's going to take you right out of it. You are going to be a little bit miffed. I actually thought the rest of the match was super fun, though. And, of course, the Bang Bang Scissor Gang got the win. And I am going to give it an up. Where the down comes in for me, because I'm a story guy, is this was the first time I was like, yeah, what is going on here? You guys only united and came together to take on the Undisputed Kingdom. And now you don't even care about it. So for whatever reason, this just felt like one forget too many. And, yes, I'll mention it. Otherwise, everyone goes nuts, too. Max Caster forgot his rap. But once again... It's not like it happens very often, so his batting average is pretty good. And also, if we do believe the internet, it kind of sounds like he's going through a hard time in his personal life right now. Sometimes, just leave it in a box-like structure, go and do something else. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Brian Danielson was there talking to Lexi Nair. He does not like Eddie Kingston. This is one of the reasons he wanted this match with Akiyama, because he knows that's Eddie's hero. And while he respects that guy, when it comes to Kingston, it's that old saying, he doesn't think he ever realized his potential, because he's a bum. They're, of course, going to fight at the pay-per-view, and I'll let you in on a little secret. I think it's going to be absolutely badass. When Malachi Black had a singles match... What a world. Now, apparently the last one he had was in June 2022. So that's quite the record. And he was taking on Brian Keith here. And not only did I think this was a good contest, but my word, do these people like strikes. Now, I just find it a little bit weird because Brian Keith was also trying to do kicks. I was like, you know that Malachi's finisher is literally the best kick, so you've got to be careful. When they moved on to the elbows. I've told you this. Makes sense. 
It's a pointy bit. All of that sort of just wound up Keith, though, because he hit this huge exploder and a Yushi Garoshi, which I can never pronounce. And he did get the one, two, ooh. And listen, I sound like a broken record, but I just have to be honest with you. I was a bit like, there is no way Malachi Black is going to lose this. Malachi then did hit this bridging German suplex, though, as if he was watching Bridge of Spies. But when he went for the Black Mass, Brian decided, well, I don't really want to get kicked in the face. So he smashed out a Tiger Driver for another near fall. Thought that was well done. Certainly though, it gave him way too much confidence, so he did try to knee Malachi Black right in the face. That's where he took his shoe, and he just wrecked his jaw. Black mess, one, two, three. Now, Mark Briscoe must have been watching this whole thing, because he just came from nowhere to try and attack Malachi. And I was like, Mark, what are you doing? You know he has two friends, they're obviously gonna be here. And for a little while, it looked like he was gonna do okay. But then, he got one of these spikes, which is somehow the centerpiece of the feud. And he was going to stab Malachi because, of course, Julia Hart had stabbed him. But, of course, it didn't happen because Brody King and Buddy Matthews left him dead. Now, he needs friends, which he should have had in FTR, but they've gone off to do something else, and I don't know why. What I really would like, though, is a quote from a six-man tag. is just Mark Briscoe versus Malachi Black because I think they could have a super good time. And look, once again, it was all very well done. It was fun to see Malachi back in a singles match. Give it up. Speaking of Revolution 2, we then got a video for the Young Buck taking on Stinger Darby Allen, which is going down at the weekend, when Serena Deeb had a match against Lady Frost. It was basically the same thing we did with Thunder Rosa. I mean, it was far more competitive, and at one point, Lady Frost did that cartwheel air raid crash that she does. I mean, it only got a one, two, ooh, but one of these days, it needs to get a three. We should establish it. Serena is just so damn good as well because she was effortlessly going from submissions to dragon screws. And eventually she was like, man, I need to go home and get stuff done. She applied the half crab. She got the tap out win. What was really interesting is that she too grabbed a microphone afterwards. And she basically said, listen, I think all women wrestlers suck both in and out of AEW. And also look at our champions. They just enjoy playing with the lights. They're all spooky. Made me laugh. Now I may be getting carried away here. I do that a lot. But a small part of me today, this bit right here, was like, does that mean we're going to do Serena Deeb versus Mercedes Monet when she does come in? And that will be Mercedes' first feud? And we should do that. If you want to know a secret, that'll be damn good. I will be totally incorrect, though, because I always am. This did the job in setting up whatever is next. Up. Eddie Kingston then came out to do commentary because it was time for our main event. And don't forget his hero was here, Yu Nakayama. Brian Danielson soon arrived too, and the best reason to have Eddie on commentary for this is he knows everything about Yoon. So if you didn't want to be me and go to your Google machine, Kingston was just telling you everything. The man was like an encyclopedia. And he was also laughing at the fact that Brian doesn't think he lived up to his potential, because what does that guy know? When Danielson and Yoon basically tried to work the leg and they tried to work the arm, but that didn't work, they just went swang. They punched each other in the face so hard, I got scared. I mean, at one point when Akiyama found himself in trouble, he was clawing at Brian's face. So I called John Travolta. Akiyama then quite literally punched Danielson in the face when he tried to dive, but Brian was having none of that. So he hit him with a suplex on the floor. Look, I'm not trying to be rude here, but they're not young men. It also allowed him to hit the big knees in the corner when Yoon was done with that and just smashed him with a lariat. Went from nowhere to the bell lock was applied. I was like, where'd that come from? Who didn't care about any of that, though, so we hit a pile driver for a one-two-oo. It was so frustrated. They didn't get the three. They just started kneeing Brian right in the head. And I was laughing like this. 
because I was disturbed, not the band. Dangerously then decided to try to go for more kicks, but he got caught in an exploder. That's when Akiyama was like, right, I know how to finish you off. I'm gonna kill you, and he put him in the choke. It just went super back and forth after this, and it's so damn good, you have to watch it. And of course, at one point, they both ran at each other, and they both hit the other one with knees simultaneously, and they were both down, that ruled. It kind of looked like Akiyama was gonna get the best of that, because he was able to floor Danielson again, but of course, eventually, Brian took a med pack, he hit him with two knees, the last of one was the running version, he got the one, two, three, but seriously, nobody lost here, and I cannot believe we actually got that match. 2024 timeline is wild. We had proper aftermath after this too, because Brian was all like, oh yes, I'm going to shake Yoon's hand, but not you, Eddie Kingston, because I think you suck. And he flipped him off. This is when Akiyama was like, listen, I like him. You're not being respectful. And he slapped the American dragon right around the face. Brian is so damn good that he was like, yeah, I know, I made a mistake. So he went to do another handshake when he just booted you right in the testicles. Nobody is as good from going to face to heel to heel to face to Brian Danielson. He does it effortlessly. Kingston then, of course, made the save when the rest of the Blackpool Combat Club were out here too, as if they were Batman. But we have other Batman, because FTR were also watching this. So we basically had a three-on-three. Three. And what do you do when the math works out? You do a six-man on dynamite. And that's what we're doing. So that's going to be a great setup for the pay-per-view, which I am pumped for, as was this match. So I'm going to give it an up. And Collision overall also gets it up. I mean, the way to watch it now is to kind of just treat it as two hours of just good wrestling that may not give you much drama, but my word does it give you some good contests. So like I say, up. Now, of course, please do click the video on the screen, which is ups and downs for WWE's Elimination Chamber, because there was so much wrestling this weekend. How did anybody watch it all? I mean, there was New Japan too. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Otherwise, thank you for joining me, my friends, and I'll see you throughout the week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 